you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. From crumbling castles and ghoulish graveyards to misty mountains and chilling churches, Great Britain is full of truly paranormal places. One such location is Borley Rectory, described as the most haunted house in England, before being demolished in 1944 after a devastating fire. Ghostly legends include a heartbroken nun, a pesky poltergeist, and a deceased reverend. The rectory even inspired the Borley Haunted Mansion in the horror video game Silent Hill 3. Although the rectory itself is long gone, visitors to Borley Village who stop by the old rectory site and the surrounding churchyard have reported unusual supernatural happenings. While Great Britain has a plethora of historical sites with famous hauntings, today's episode will focus on a lesser-known but beautiful Victorian mansion in England that's occupied by family friends Brian and Sue. As you'll hear, and as Brian and Sue soon found out, one of the former inhabitants of their new home didn't seem quite ready to move out. Stay with me as we discuss the specter at Horton Hall. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Before we start this episode, a quick reminder that if you enjoy the show, it would be great if you could head over to Apple Music, hit the subscribe button, and drop a review. It really helps out the show. If you've got a great creepy story to tell, send us an email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at straightupenigmas or Twitter at straightenigmas. We'd love to hear it. While a lot goes into the production of this podcast, nothing would be possible without all the articles I use in my research. Source information for these articles can be found in the show notes and on our website at straightupenigmas.home.blog. Straight Up Enigmas is excited to be part of the Straight Up Strange Productions Network. The network has a great lineup of creepy shows that explore myths and legends, true crime, unsolved history, dreams, and strange science. You can find our spooky family online at straightupstrange.com, Twitter at Strange Podcasts, and Instagram at Strange Pods. Be sure to follow the Straight Up Strange Network on social media to enter our pumpkin carving contest for amazing prizes like select retro comics, Canadian candy, stickers, magnets, bookmarks, and more. Thanks for listening, everyone, and without further ado, let's get back to the show. The following account comes from Brian in his own words. (laughs) 
Horton Hall was built in about 1860 by an ambitious builder for his own occupation. The style was Victorian Gothic, which was fashionable at the time. There were seven acres of gardens around the house and a further 1,000 acres of land suitable for hunting. The house needed six indoor staff and six outdoor staff to keep it running. The builder, whose name I believe was Derek Jones, went bankrupt while the house was being built and fled to the north of the UK to escape his debts. The bank, who had lent money to build the house, took possession and rented it out to various families. During the First World War, the house was used as a convalescent hospital for soldiers who had been gassed, and there are some stories of patients recovering in peace and tranquility. During the Second World War, the house was used as a home by attendants to the royal family, who used the nearby badminton house at times during the war. After World War II, the house was taken by a Colonel Needham, whose wife, Violet Needham, was a popular author of children's books. We have some, and I must say that the style would not appeal to modern children. In the 60s, I think, the house became a school, then was divided into two and sold. The company I was working with in 1983 bought one part for offices and I bought the other. Eventually, the offices closed and a couple converted it back to a large house, while we have remained living there in our part. Back to the story in which you have an interest. The bank that repossessed the house was the Harford Bank. They made a small fortune lending to the Great Western Railway, one of the large early rail companies that developed the network in the southwest of the UK. In the 1960s, the head of the family was Mark Harford, who lived in the area and was well known to everyone in our village of Horton. He had died before I moved to Horton and so I never got to meet him. One morning, I was woken from sleep by a noise at the bedroom door and woke to see a tall man with a dark, wide-brimmed hat and a long, white gabardine coat standing at the door. I stared at him for a while, then woke Sue to look. By the time she woke up, he was gone. I wouldn't normally have thought much more about it, putting it down to that dreamlike state you sometimes get between sleeping and waking. But then, I happened to mention it to someone who had known Mark Harford, and apparently he had always dressed in the manner that I saw in the bedroom doorway. I had no knowledge of this before, and it was quite a shock at the time. You must make of this what you will, but although there have been other minor incidents like strange sounds, the house has a happy feel about it, and if I ever get to see Mark Harford again, I will not be concerned. What do you make of this story? Did Brian really see the spirit of Mark Harford? If so, was he trying to deliver some kind of message or simply make his presence known? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. You can also contact us through email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or through our website, straightupenigmas.home.blog. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Music to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Jaden McKell, and the theme song was created by Chuck Flyer. You can find information for the articles I used in my research in the show notes, and on our website, straightupenigmas.home.blog. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time on 
Straight Up Enigmas.